No one born of God makes a practice of sinning. For God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he's been born of God. Look at that as, hey, you will not go on making a practice of sinning if you're God's because he won't allow it. Exactly. Like his spirit will not allow it because this is First Thessalonians 5. This is Romans 8. This is Philippians 1, 6 kind of stuff James where God 5. will yeah. see to it, yeah. right? He will make sure, he will sanctify you. He is faithful. He'll surely do it. I'd love to read a paragraph or two from our confession. Yeah. Just related to 1 John 3. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the second London confession, chapter 13 on sanctification has some really good words pertaining to this, it's pertaining to the center saint reality, but also to what we're talking about here. Sanctification extends throughout the whole person, though it is never completed in this life. Some corruption remains in every part. From this arises a continual and irreconcilable war with the desires of the flesh against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. That's 13.2. Here's 13.3. In this war, the remaining corruption may greatly prevail for a time. Okay, so hear that. Yet through the continual supply of strength from the sanctifying spirit of Christ, the regenerate part overcomes. So the saints grow in grace, perfecting holiness in the fear or reverence of God. They pursue a heavenly life in gospel obedience to all the commands that Christ as head and king has given them in his word. Amen. Sounds like John. (laughs) Then very quickly, 17.3 in terms of perseverance. This again, there are saints who struggle and who are mired in sin even. Here we go. They may fall into grievous sins and continue in them for a time due to the temptation of Satan and the world and the strength of corruption remaining in them and the neglect of means of their preservation. In so doing, they incur God's displeasure and grievous Holy Spirit. Their graces and comforts become impaired. Their hearts are hardened and their conscience is wounded. They hurt and scandalize others and bring temporary judgments on themselves. Nevertheless, they will renew their repentance and be preserved through faith in Christ Jesus to the end. That's what we're saying. Lastly, I promise this is the end, 18.4 on assurance of grace and salvation. True believers may in various ways have the assurance of their salvation shaken, decreased, or temporarily lost. This may happen because they neglect to preserve it or fall into some specific sin that wounds their conscience and grieves the spirit. It may happen through some unexpected or forceful temptation or when God withdraws the light of his face and allows even those who fear him to walk in darkness and to have no light. Yet they are never completely lacking the seed of God. That's John's words exactly. That's right. The life of faith, love of Christ, and of the brethren, sincerity of heart or conscience concerning their duty. So they're never completely devoid of all this. Out of these graces, through the work of the Spirit, this assurance may at the proper time be revived. In the meantime, they are kept from utter despair through them. Mm. It's, you know, also just to comment on that. So it's important. The reason why we're reading confession is that the the our interpretation is not new. This is hundreds and hundreds of years old where we are helping to clarify what has been lost. Listen, I'm telling you right now, Federal Vision, New Perspective on Paul, Final Justification is Roman Catholicism repackaged in new wording. It's the same theology, just redone. So when people are using 1 John in this way, they're they're completely chopping it up and they're removing it from its original context, not only in John, but also I think of all of scripture. So these are important. This is why we like to point you to a confession. Justin and I are not saying, trust us. We're trying to show you from scripture and then point you back to history and say, this is how it's been interpreted mm-hmm. forever. And so we're yeah. just in the line of good, faithful men who have been interpreting the word of God this way. No, amen, brother. Thank you for listening. Today's reminder is from a recent Theocast episode hosted by John Moffat and Justin Perdue. Everyday Grace is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to help support our ministry, please visit theocast.org give.